Welcome to Trotley Eggin, a podcast based at Witness Rugby Union Football Club and proudly sponsored by Bido Sports. Ladies and gents, this week's rugby story is someone who gave everything and never took a backward step. Part of a solid spine and a reason we were successful at Witness Rugby Union. Played both chords and was influential wherever he played. Helped me out both on and off the pitch and someone I've always got on with and looked up to when I was younger. Ladies and gents, it's Mr Mike Lamb. Hiya, Mike. You okay? Hello, John. Yeah. Yeah. Good to speak to you, mate. Yeah, you okay? And you, mate. Yeah, not bad. So, how's lockdown been for you and yours, mate? Oh, it's been all right. Got by. I'm, uh, you know, rough with this move, but we're just looking forward to getting back to normal now, to be honest with you. It uh, seems to have dragged on too long, doesn't it? So, we're um, just ready to do the normal stuff again and see people again and go on a holiday and that type of thing. So, yeah, not too bad. Uh, thank you. Happy days, mate. So, before we get stuck into the rugby, mate, where was home for you and who lived with you when you were a youngster? So, home was Derby Road, which is just, well, it, people don't know, obviously it carries on from the um, cemetery at one end and then right down past the Everglades until you get to Barrows Green Lane. So, it's just down from the Everglades Hotel. Um, right. Those semi detached houses there, that's where we lived. And there was me, mum, dad and my sister, Ruth. So, right, so how, how was that, mate? Yeah, it was good, mate. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was all good. Um, grew up. Like I say, uh, with me dad, basically, with, with all the, the rugby stuff. So it, was, it wasn't obviously competitive or anything like with my sister because she's um, five years younger than me. So I didn't really do anything really well. She was just a, an inconvenience, I suppose, <laughs> at the time to a, to a, to a 10-year-old lad, your five-year-old sister, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was all good. Right, so do you remember what shape ball you first played with, Mike, or...? Thinking about it, it was I was at school and it was probably a football because at, at, we went to Fairfield Junior School on Peelhouse Lane right. yeah. and we didn't, um, there was no rugby, there was no rugby involved at all. Obviously, I was probably aware of my dad being involved in rugby, but to me, it was um, football. Um, right. So I played football probably at the school um, and I don't think I was ever a great football player, to be honest with you. Um, I was okay um and i think i played for a team as well but i'm jogging, trying to jog my memory it's not great but i think i played for maybe shearing's football team or something like that right but if i remember correctly i don't think i ever really got picked because it was kind of i don't know at the uh at the time i think it was always they were picking to try and win every game rather than picking to include kids like they seem to do now yeah um, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i don't know um but i used to go when i remember standing on the sidelines sometimes never really getting you know really getting a go of it yeah so no no field for the kickabout really mate was it was it Vicky Park was the closest playing no, field yeah, to you no yeah there's nowhere it's a bit out the sticks isn't it where I was yeah um, no the, the lad there was only one lad who lived close to us uh, called a lad called Sam and he was um, more into uh, tractors and being a farmer so he wasn't sporty right. in the in the slightest so it was uh, basically there was a back field behind us which was good we couldn't go on there and uh, make dens and swings and stuff like that but yeah. with regards to uh, anything else no we didn't there was no sport involved at that time so so it was just school mate yeah so you've touched on you went Fairfield Juniors yeah. Do you remember many people that were with you in your class and have they um, stuck with you at all? Yeah, um, uh, there was a couple of lads that used to play football with a lad called Daniel Shade um, and Gareth George, who is uh, Mick George, who used to play for Witness, remember me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's his son, Gareth, was like a good mate and obviously he'll 
obviously pop up a little bit in me in my rugby story. But um yeah, so is it them lads really and obviously there's a few other lads play football with, but no, there's there's no one I really that they're the only two now that I would ever see around witness, you know, they're the only yeah. two that um I would ever ever come across basically in the town. Yeah, that's that's just how it is at times, Lammy, isn't it? So it is. It is. Um, when did club rugby come into the fray then? So club rugby, it's all, again, it's all very vague. But would be the Wids kids because my age group was the first ever Wids kids. So that was all started. Right. Yeah, that was started by John Lockman. Yeah. Um, with obviously his son Adam would have been playing, and then it it was basically the lads from from I guess from Adam's school, but which would have been Tim. Um, Hewlett, uh, yeah. Peter Kenworthy, Stu Kearns. Um, so is that Danny some beads, Lammy? You what, sorry? Is that some beads, that is it? I'm not sure, to be honest with you, because I was literally the outcast. I don't know which yeah. team they all went to. So right. I, I'm guessing I just got took along there by my dad. Um, I don't okay. really remember going. I just remember like being a part of it. And all no, no lads from my school went. Um, but I just went and, and enjoyed it and... Back in back in the day, you know, it was good. We had uh, John coaching and um, helping out as we were really young. And then as we get a bit older, we had like um, like Gareth, Gareth George actually joined then from my school. So it makes yeah. us to come and do training sessions. Um, right. And um, I think Dennis O'Neill came down a few times and did a few training sessions with us. And it was, you know, like we had to mix and match. But I, I loved it, to yeah. be honest with you. I loved going to... Uh, Going and playing, but it's a it's a very vague memory. Obviously, being so young. Yeah, fair enough. So, would you have been going on a Saturday to watch your dad, or would you have stayed with your mum at home? And no, well, on a Saturday. To be honest, mate. Well, so what happened was, my dad played at Witness. Um, yeah. I think from about 1983 for a few years. So I was born in 1983. So he was probably playing at Witness until I was maybe five. If he's done four or five years there. Right, you know, yeah. Playing in the A team, and I think he played a few first team games and and stuff. But I don't really have any memory of that, to be honest with you. Like rugby league. Me dad, yeah, I don't really yeah. have any memory of it. No. Right. Surprised he was allowed in the club then, isn't it, mate? You what? Sorry. Surprised he was allowed in the club then, isn't it? Well, he wasn't. That the way was the they point. were. So, um, right. What happened there was, um, me, um, me dad came finished playing rugby league and then my first memory is um going up to Birchfield because I think he finished playing rugby league and he wasn't allowed in the wids. Yeah. Um he wasn't allowed to come up, he wasn't allowed to play. Um so do you want to explain what the crack is with that Lammy for people that don't know? Yeah, so um basically when you signed pro when years ago, obviously it's changed a lot now, but when you signed yeah. pro years ago, you um weren't allowed to go back and play amateur or into your rugby union club. So um, if you obviously, my dad's played for the Wids as a Colts and things, signed yeah. pro with Witness, went and played at Witness for five years, and then after that, you weren't allowed to to play the amateur game again at that time. Right. So was that due to the Wids or due to rules outside oh, was, of the club? I think that was the gen. It wasn't just the Wids that that was the general oh, right. consensus of all rugby union clubs. Um, it's crazy, that, isn't it? Yeah, that was the rule. So, um, so. A lot of the rugby league lads obviously just drifted away and didn't ever go back up the wids again. Like you weren't even allowed in the club for a drink, um, yeah. as far as I can gather. Um, so what happened was um, basically I think Birchfield were in a few leagues below the wids and they didn't really, really care. So uh, yeah. my dad, went, my dad <laughs> went up uh, playing at Birchfield, and then obviously that was my memory of a Saturday was Birchfield. So I absolutely loved it. It's if I think like I was the 
the number one trainer at Birchfield for about five years. Um, I go every yeah. single Tuesday, every single Thursday uh, with my dad, which is fair play to him, to be honest, taking me there. And, um, you know, always, it must have annoyed some of the fellas that I was there constantly all the time. But <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. You know, it was like if you'd have asked me, do you want to go to Disneyland or Birchfield training on a Thursday night? I think I'd have gone to Birchfield. So, yeah, I, yeah it was it was great. Um, so I went up there and all the players, like, I think, yeah, Gary Whitfield, um, Peter Woods, uh, Steve Evanson, Steve Pitt, um, loads of uh, Chris Myler was my favourite player. I think uh, he was class. Chris yeah. Myler, yeah, dead strong, the sidestep and stuff. I always remember when I was a kid. So, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Uh, never missed a, never missed a training session. Um, my dad must have just played at first when we first went up there, but um, he then became the coach. So my dad was the coach of Birchfield for a few years. Yeah, how old would you have been when he? When he started coaching, oh, I don't know. Uh, too young to play, though. Oh, me, yeah, well, too young to play yeah, yeah. field. So I'd have been yeah. probably, I don't know, maybe 12, 11, right. 12 type age. And I remember going up before that when he was just playing, but then he was coaching. Like I say, all them fellas I just mentioned, they were all great with me. Um, yeah. Peter Whitfield, um, Gary's dad used to be great. I used to play on the on the wing in tick and pass because Birchfield was just always tick and pass. Like um, yeah. when my dad, well, if my dad could could uh, not help it, he wouldn't be. But they all loved the tick and pass for a bit. <laughs> Mick George yeah. used to go up and his brother Dave and stuff. And um, so yeah, they used to uh, just yeah. run the tick and pass and have a great game of tick and pass. I actually remember so one, one uh, sorry, John. But I remember one Thursday night. No, I was uh, must have been about twelve and. Uh, Mix said um, it's Dave's birthday. Uh, everyone's going. Everyone used to stay up on a Thursday night for a drink afterwards. So Mix right. Mix says uh, it's our Dave's. It's our kid's birthday. He said I've organised a stripper for the club. You know to come in afterwards. It must have been Dave's yeah. fourth, his brother's fortieth or something. So I must have I don't know how old I was. I must have been like twelve or something. And I was like, Dad, are we staying? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and my dad says, Oh, we'll stay for a bit. But anyway, I, uh, we stayed and this, this, I think he might have been just conning us to get everyone to stay up because there's no stripper at the time. But I was, oh, I think I was absolutely was heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> I was a 12-year-old kid, but yeah. Class. It was, uh, it was one of them. So, so yeah. yeah that... So, before you leave, sorry, go on, dude, yeah. go on. No, no, carry on. So, before you left Fairfield, mate, what, um, so we'll just go back a little yep. bit. Was was town team ever an option for you because you didn't play rugby or? No, I didn't play rugby league. No. Um, so until I went to, to high school, really, I never even thought about it. So it wasn't even a thing at Fairfield, I mean, until yeah. I was probably, but when did you leave there when you're about 11? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I never even, yeah. um, never even cropped, never, it wasn't even an option. It wasn't even a thing. I just went to Wids and played with my mates at the Wids and that was that type thing. Okay, cool. Yep. So talk us through going to high school and how you found that transition, mate. So obviously went up to Fairfield High School, again, carried on at the Wids, but I was the only uh, person from, um, high school who uh, who played at the Wits so I just obviously carried on with that but um, all the lads in my year at school obviously I met a load of new friends and a load of good rugby players and a, a load of good lads but they all um, all played rugby league so okay. yeah which was um, in, in my age group was Sims Cross Holton Hornets and the Tigers I think had a team as well um, right. that time yeah but I quite enjoyed yeah. high school. I think I had me ups and downs, but yeah, it was a. Uh, I was just all about the, the, the sport and the PE and stuff. Do you know that's what I loved. So. Yeah, uh, so, 
I don't know about your, but did your school make you play one chord to play the other? No, no. You or could, would you, we should have had to play what play you want? Either. We had um, a couple of, when we were younger, we had a couple of keen, um, Mr. Birchall, he was called the PE teacher, and he was um, a, an old docker from uh, Birkenhead Park, I think. Um, and he right. was like, I don't know if he played like Lancashire, North of England, at like, you know, club level type type thing. Yeah. Um, and he was well keen on the rugby, but he was rugby union, but we had, they, they weren't bothered. They just let you basically do whatever, you know, the best team, basically. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, what position were you playing? So, from so a young I didn't sound bad, but I didn't really play a lot um, in the right. school team. I um, I just, it was the on a Saturday morning, and I think I just was more interested in going to Birchfield with me dad and doing other stuff. So I played at the Weds, but I didn't really get involved. In, I mean, I played in PE and stuff, and I was decent, but I didn't yeah. really come into my own until I was probably in the fourth year. Um, okay. And I remember we started. You know what? I think we only ever played. No, I don't know. I don't know if they played as much when they were younger. But when we got into the fourth year, it was like I think the Daily Mail Cup came in, which was like a, a quite yeah. competitive competition for schools. Um, and obviously, we had it. Our, our rugby team at school was was fantastic. I think this team only lost twice in five years. Um, yeah. One was in this Daily Mail Cup, and one one was. To um, another team, what they call St John Fisher from Wigan, who yeah. were, uh, who, were, who were like full of Wigan, probably Super League players now that year. All that, yeah, that you're in now at my age, but yeah, you're uh, all like, um, I don't know, um, probably Gareth, Gareth Hot, maybe, um, who else, Sean O'Loughlin, that type of age, you know, they were all my, yeah, age. they were a feed, yeah, like was, a feed, a club, weren't yeah, they? they were very, very good, so they had a load of, um, yeah. They had a load of uh, good players. So, yeah, so I, I played in the school team when I got to about the fourth year. I remember at PE, I was the only one who could play rugby union and I wasn't actually in the team. But then Mr. Payton, it was this new PE teacher, came to me and he said they wanted me to play because obviously I could play rugby union because what had happened is all these lads had run in and i just take the ball off them every single time. I don't know how I did it, to be honest yeah. with you looking back, but they were all fuming with me and threatening to, be, threatening to beat me <laughs> up and stuff. So, But every time they come in with the ball, I could have took the ball off them. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we had we had some great players in our year. We had a lad called Alistair Cook, um, who was a who was like a unstoppable force when he, we were boys, and he was a man. Um, and right. he would like I think he scored something stupid like eighty six tries for Holton Hornets in a season when he was maybe in second third year high school. Um, and hell? obviously we had Gareth Morton as well, who went on to play Super League and stuff. Um, Scotland, yeah. uh, Matty Farrell was real strong player at that age. Um, yeah, we had a really, really good school team, so it was good. How did you find the standard of school rugby with club rugby? Um, very similar, I think. Very similar. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was still playing at the Wids, um, but the rugby union side of it and the school, I mean, our school was a real strong side, but it's totally different because we just, I thought we do live at like this at the Wids, like so we're living on scraps of ball and having backs to run, but our school team was yeah. was massively like that, you know. Um, but we, it was it was a good stand, and everyone could everyone's a rugby player, you know, and they were all strong lads, so it was it was good. Yeah. Right. So when when you first that went down to the Wids kids and that mate, sorry to just go yeah, back go a little bit. How so was it? Was it tag? Was it tackle? Um, was it full pitch? It was little pitches at first, I think, but it was always tackle. I yeah. never ever remember it being tag. Okay. Mm. Fair enough, mate. So, as you're going through and you're coming into your own now in the third, the fourth yep. year, was there any... Did you play for Lancashire, Merseyside? What was the 
the chances there or what things were available yeah, to so you? I remember I went for um, a length of the school. The te- well, obviously, when I, when I kind of came into your own in the fourth and fifth year, the um, the teacher yeah. sent me for Lancashire trials, but I didn't get in. Um, I remember right. I, I played, to be honest, I played great, um, but I think it was half, half of it, it was already picked. You know, I, I remember flying round and yeah. didn't do anything wrong and real, real strong. And I played against these lads for club sides and I, I did really well, you know what I mean? And I seemed to be more influential. Yeah. I don't know, it was, maybe it was the school you went or whatever it was. And maybe I wasn't quite good enough to be that exception, you know. Um, Gareth yeah. Morton got in. Uh, it's like a Lancashire team from our school, I think, and maybe one or two of the other lads. But he was an exception because he was like outstanding, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the club never have sent you anything. Yeah. Like so that, I, like. I played for Lancashire when I got a little bit older. So I got like, I went to Lancashire trials from the club, and then that was Lancashire schools. You see, we had Lancashire schools and Lancashire clubs. Right. So I eventually, I think probably the year later, maybe when I was in fifth year type age, went to Lancashire clubs trial and okay. I got picked for that. Um, and yeah. I played. I don't know, I played a good few games. I think uh, Tim Hewlett was picked as well. Um, There's a good good picture here, isn't there, in Colts yeah, Corner yeah, sort of is, thing? Yeah, and, um, yeah, Phil Shaw, I think, played, and um, and Michael Mike Webb, who was who was fantastic, to be honest with you. Um, he yeah. was the uh, the main player for our, for our junior team. Um, in And then Lancashire, right. you know, he was fantastic. Yeah. And was you playing nine? Then, I was Mike? playing nine, yeah. I, I always... I think my first ever game at nine was the Wids, like they say, the Wids kids when I was, I don't know how old I'd have been, probably like 12 again or something. I used to play like winger or centre. Yeah. But then one time someone got injured and I think I remember John McNown said to me, can you do that, Mike? And I was like, yeah. So I went into scrum half and then I think I quite enjoyed it because I like being in the mix rather than, you know, out wide. And then from that, it yeah. just kind of grew. And I, I kept growing, unfortunately. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to be too tall here. To play scrum half, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I was as big as a second row, but I just, I don't know, I just kind of yeah. gained the skills as a junior to play it, and then that was just my thing. Then you know, I could do it, and I could, I could pass and catch, yeah. and I could organise people and that type of thing. So it just became my, my thing, you know. So, yeah, yeah. And was you, was you as tough as a kid as you was when I was breaking into the team? Probably not quite as tough. Um, I would say right. maybe a little bit more scared of a tackle and stuff like that from from kind of memory. What in school? Sorry. Uh, what? So you'd have, you'd have shied really, away from no, that. No, but I just, scale, I just think when I got older, I literally I spent like over oh, kind of eighteen and on. I felt like I could kind of take any any like anyone on. Like I literally would just yeah. die to stop someone, you know, because like I was that competitive, but. Like that sounds stupid, but you know that's why when you're playing, that's kind of how how you how I, th- how I thought. But when I was younger, not so much. I think I was more scared of hurting myself a little bit and had a bit of fear in me. But as I got older, that kind of disappeared. I think. Ladies and gents, you've been listening to Trot the Egg in. A quick thank you to our sponsors from Bydell Sports, and please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and help grow our following. <laughs>